wake up today to be average. So why are we living that way? I truly do believe that God wants us to be wealthy. God desires for us to live our best You can have everything that you want in this life. You can have the money, the family, the marriage, the business, the car, whatever it is that you want. You can have it. Wealth is your birthright. You deserve to be wealthy. These are the secrets of a money mogul, the keys to living an abundant life. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of the Secrets of a Money Mogul podcast. I'm your girl, Jaleesa Ann, and I'm on a mission to inspire one million women to reach financial freedom, and I'm so blessed to have this new um podcast, this new medium, this new way to reach women and to change lives. And I'm so thankful that you have taken time out of your day to download this episode, to listen to it. And I promise you this one is going to be a good one. Um, So you definitely want to stay tuned. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is your words and the power of your words and speaking and affirming things over your life. So a couple of years ago, um, I think back in 2016, 2015, I used to do this um, Sunday night prosperity call. It was the Money Mogul Prosperity Call. And um, this was the most popular topic that we talked about, um, probably the most requested, most downloaded, um, greatest feedback that I received from this particular episode. And I decided to revive that content um, and speak about it again because that call has been archived. Um, so I thought this would be the perfect time to to bring this up and to talk about this information once again. So one thing that I know for sure is that your words have power. Your words are the most powerful force available to you. You know, the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I have always been a firm believer in affirmations. So when I first got started on social media, I used to post affirmations all the time. Um, and I speak affirmations every morning, every morning that I wake up, I speak them, I write them, I live them. Um, and in order for them to work, you have to do more than just speak them more than just write them. And I have a whole course on that, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're just talking about the power of our words. And if you've ever been in a situation where, um, you know, Maybe you are applying for a promotion. Maybe you were, you know, going after uh, something that, you know, was new to you. And you said to a friend, you know, oh, it's never going to happen or or, I don't believe that it's possible for me. And then it didn't happen. Like you didn't get the promotion. You got denied or whatever it might be. And then you said, I knew that was going to happen. Part of the reason that that happened is because you spoke it into existence. And I think that if we were more careful with our words, um, we would speak better things into our life, more prosperous things into our life. And we would really begin to see change. So when I got started on my 
personal development journey, not just my wealth building journey, but my journey to really change my entire life, I had to eliminate certain things from my vocabulary because I wanted to be a different person. You know, I wanted to be a wealthy person. I wanted to be um, the type of person that could have it all, that did have it all. And I knew that these words could not be in my vocabulary. Um, So I had to eliminate them. So today we're going to be talking about seven words that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful. So let's get to it, shall we? So the first word that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful is the word can't. Now, can't has crushed more dreams than any other word in the English vocabulary. The truth is that if you believe that you can't achieve something, you won't even try. It's like the door is shut before you even try to open it. So we are limited by our own, our own self-limiting beliefs. And when we tell ourselves we can't, we don't try. Like our, our mind, our, our bodies, like we, we don't even put in any effort to go after that dream. If I tell myself that I can't lose weight, there's no way I'm putting that cheeseburger down. Like there's no way. The cheeseburger tastes good. The cheese is nice and gooey and I love cheeseburgers. And if I don't believe that I can lose weight by putting the cheeseburger down, if I say that I can't do it, there's no way that I'm even going to attempt to do that. So can't is one of those those words that we've we've got to get it out of our vocabulary. And when you replace when you take can't out of your vocabulary, you have to replace it with something because there's a a lot of the times when we're doing personal development or we're even doing, you know, wealth creation, uh we focus on restriction. So um, I'm going to use money when it when for this example. So, for instance, I'm looking to um, save more money. So some people would focus on restriction. They would focus on, you know, cutting back cable, cutting back spending, cutting back um, all of these things. So restricting things. Um, but sometimes you know, you have to not just restrict things, but you have to replace it with some with something else. So when it comes to these words, um, or when it comes to like, instead of just cutting cable, you know, I'm going to replace it with something that's a better alternative, like Sling TV, you know, something that's more cost effective, and that helps me get to my goal, but that doesn't make me feel restricted, like I can't have any, like I can't have it. Um, so Hopefully, hopefully y'all are y'all are getting what I'm saying there. Um, but instead of saying the word can't, we need to replace it with can. Because the truth is, it's not that you can't do it. It's that you've made a choice not to do it. Or you've made a choice not to do what it takes to do it. So um, I want to tell you guys a story to kind of basically solidify this whole can't thing. Um, If you guys know who Roger Bannister is, Roger Bannister is the first man to ever run a mile in under four minutes. 
So before, you know, when Roger Bannister was was training and he was attempting to um, accomplish his goal, he was constantly being told that he couldn't. You know, he's he's constantly being told, you can't do that. That's impossible. You know, there were um, people that were saying, even experts, experts that were saying that there was no way that the human body could could run a mile in under four minutes, that the human body would actually collapse under all of this pressure. Um, and he he never accepted what other people spoke over his life over his life. Um, and some of us are stuck where we are because we've accepted what other people have spoken over our lives. They've told us that, that, that we can't. So we've accepted that. And now we're telling ourselves that we can't. Um, so the whole world thinks that it's impossible to run a mile under four minutes until, until Roger Bannister, accomplishes this goal. He's constantly telling himself that he can. He's constantly training. He's constantly putting into action the things that he needs to do in order to accomplish this goal. And once he gets there, all of a sudden, it's possible. All of a sudden, you have people all over the world running a mile in under four minutes. When before this, everyone thought it to be impossible. Y'all, they thought that the human body would physically collapse under the pressure if anyone ran a mile under four minutes. But because this man continued to tell himself that he can do it, because he continued to not let someone else's self-limiting belief um, hinder him, he was able to break that can't. And make it a can. And not just make it a can for himself, but make it a can for people all over the world. Now people all over the world run a a mile in under four minutes. Not me, myself, because I don't run, y'all. But, (laughs) um, you know, people all over the world run run a mile in, in under four minutes. And it's no big deal. Everyone knows that it's possible. Everyone knows that they can do it. And it's all because this one man decided that he was not going to let someone else's can't become his can't. So that's the first word we got to get out of our vocabulary. Cut it. Um, You know, when when you hear yourself saying that, replace it with something else. Replace it with can't. Um, replace it with can. Replace can't with can. So instead of I can't be debt free, I can't have it all. You know, you, you say that you can. Say that you can. Um. So that's number one. So the second word that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful is the word but. So, but is one of those words that pretty much, it pretty much negates everything that you say after it. So if I'm going to say, you're very smart, but you're very smart, but you don't apply yourself. Whenever, whenever we use, whenever we use the word, but People are no longer focusing on what you said before the but. They're focusing on what you said afterwards. So it pretty much negated everything that you said to me in the beginning. If if I'm saying to myself, I'm pretty but, the but pretty much means that I don't feel pretty, <laughs> that I don't think I'm beautiful, 
you know? Um, so the mind automatically is going to focus on the negative part that comes after the but. Um, and but can be used as an excuse because it's like, I want to lose weight, but right there, you already know an excuse is coming after that, but you already know that, um, that what's coming after the but is, it's not going to excuse the first part of it, but I'm going to use it as that, you know, if that's a word that I'm going to be using in my vocabulary. So you could say, I'm going to start a business, but, well, but pretty much means you're not going to do the first part because you've already made an excuse. You've already set a hindrance. You've already had this limiting belief because of the word, but. So completely eliminate, but if you have to, if you have to say, you know, I'm going to start a business, but nope, eliminate, but (laughs) don't, don't even put that in there. Go ahead and say, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to do it by doing X, Y, Z, you know, just get, just get, but completely out of there because it's not something that needs to be a part of a part of your vocabulary. Not if not if you want to be uh, extremely successful, not if you want to be um, prosperous and, and wealthy, just just get it out of there. So the third word that you should eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful is the word should. So whenever I would have. Um, before I work with someone, before I do coaching with someone one-on-one, I always do, um, a strategy session or a brainstorming session. And, um, we always outline what, what's going on in their life and their business and their, in their finances. And I hear a lot of shoulds, you know, I should be investing um, and should sometimes goes with, but, cause they'll be like, oh, I should be doing this, but, and then, you know, there's the excuse right after the, but, you know, I should be, um, starting my business, but, you know, I, I can't even think of, <laughs> of an excuse right now, but, you know, I, sh- I should be, there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of shame with the word should. And, um, it has a lot of negative feelings with it. You know, just saying it right there, just me saying I should do this. It felt like a negative connotation. Like it felt like something negative. So instead of saying I should, um, I always tell my clients to use the word choose. So instead of saying I I should save, the truth is you you chose not to. You know what you should do, but you've chosen not to. So I either choose to save or I choose not to. I either choose to start a business or I choose not to. I either choose to invest or I choose not to. And sometimes when it comes to the word should, you know, there's things that we feel like we should be doing and it's because someone else told us we should be doing. You know, 
Um, our mothers told us that we should be a doctor because doctors make more money. So I feel like I should be going to medical school. But when I get to the core of it, I'm not even interested in it. I have no desire to do that. But because it's been told to me over and over and over and over again, I believe that I should do that. But when you get with the right person and you get with the right coach and you get with someone who really wants to pull your desires out of you um, and they begin to to really get down to the root of why you're doing what you're doing and you're saying, well, I should be going to medical school. I should be doing this. And you realize that you you feel you should be doing that all because it's someone else's belief. It's, it's not even your own personal desire. You know, it's not even something that you want. It's not even in your heart. It's just something that you've been told you should be doing, but not something that you actually want to do. So when we get the word should out of our vocabulary and we either we choose or we choose not to. And we recognize that everything's a choice. Everything's a choice. I should go to the gym, but I made a choice not to. So when we recognize that everything is a choice, we can begin to choose differently. And that's what I love about about words and about affirming and about changing your life through the power of words is that small shifts, small shifts in your vocabulary can really begin to transform your life because it transforms your actions and it transforms your beliefs. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. You're not just going to wake up one day and just be like, okay, I don't say should, I don't say but, I don't say can't, I don't say any of these words. But if you make a conscious effort to recognize where in your life you are using these and where in your life you can replace these with more positive things, um, where in your life you can begin to make different decisions in order to change, um, your life will be transformed. It really will. So that is number three. Should is number three. So... Let's get to number four. Um, And number four is one of my personal faves that I hate. (laughs) Um, And that is the word someday. The fourth word that you have to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful is the word someday. So someday, someday is an indefinite reference to time. You know, it's easy to commit to someday because someday does not exist. It, it doesn't exist. You can always say someday, but that day never arrives. It's, it's never going to arrive. You know, um, It's not like saying I'm going to get it done on Monday, because if I say I'm going to get, you know, a new funnel done on Monday, you're going to be expecting to see it on Monday. You're going to be expecting me to put something out on Monday. But if I say, oh, I'm going to do it someday, you know, that's an indefinite time frame. It It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And in order for you to be successful, you are going to have to set dates on your goals. 
You're going to have to set a timeline on your goal because really it's just fear. You know, it this scares people. It scares people to put a definite date on their goals because they, they think, well, what will happen if I don't make that goal? What will happen if I tell the world that I'm going to do something by January 1st and come January 1st, it's not done? Let me tell you, it's not the end of the world. Set a date. Set a date for your goals. And work towards that date because I promise you, if you set a date for January 1st, you're going to get so much further along than if you set a date for someday. So even if January 1st comes and maybe you haven't accomplished that goal the way that you want to, maybe you haven't launched the business exactly how you want to, but trust me, you're going to be a lot farther than if you had sat there saying, someday, someday I'll do it. Someday I'll get to it. So setting a definite date to your goals. And it's okay to pick a new date. You know, it's okay that when January 1st rolls around, maybe you haven't accomplished things. Look, I I set a date to start this podcast. But, you know, in the beginning, I would always say coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. And I never said someday because I had been eliminated. I had already eliminated someday from my vocabulary, but I still found a way to kind of squeeze in the same concept. And it wasn't until I set a definite date that this is launching. This is launching on this date, no matter what. So, um... You know, it does it doesn't matter what my what my original date was at this point. Um because it's okay to adjust the date. It's okay to adjust the goal. If you don't hit your target goal, if January 1st comes and you're not you're not completing your goal, it's okay to readjust it, but do not readjust it to someday cuz someday does not exist readjust it to January 15th or you know February 1st or whatever it might be um just don't adjust it to some days so some day is one of those words we're gonna have to get rid of uh in order to be successful so let's move on to the fifth word that we have to get rid of and remove from our vocabulary because words have so much power in order to be successful. So we've got to remove this word in order to be successful. And that word is never. Never. So never is one of those words that hinders your growth. It's one of those terms that is very like, it's very definite and it's very finite. And it's very like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, like can't. If you believe something is never going to happen, you're never going to try. If you believe that you can never be debt free, if you believe that you can never run a successful business, if you think that you're never going to get married or that you will never have the money to save and invest or that you'll never reach financial freedom, you will not even try. You won't even attempt it. You won't even attempt to do it. You will not take any action. You will sit there. (laughs) 
in the same place. And then 10 years later, you will look up and wonder why you're still in the same place, why why things have not progressed the way that you wanted them to. And it's all because this word never. You you don't believe that th- that it's possible for you. You don't believe that you can go after those things. And never can cause you never causes you to quit before you even get started. Before you even get started. So I'm a firm believer of of affirmations. And sometimes Sometimes, you know, uh, one of my favorite affirmations is I believe I can have it all. Right. And to me, the affirmation I believe or the the affirmation that most people would go for would be I have it all like I already have it all. But the reason that I don't say that affirmation is because it seems so fake to me, because in the beginning, I did not believe that I could have it all. I thought that having it all was would never happen for me. I believed that it was not possible for me. So I needed an affirmation that was going to be aligned with with a new belief. But that wasn't going to seem fake. That wasn't going to be completely like every time I said it, my, my mind's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> you know, that's that's never going to happen. That's not possible. Like, I didn't want to create this inner battle with myself. So I would always say, not I can have it all, even though now I can say that because I believe I can have it all. But I would say, I believe I can have it all because I just wanted the belief. I wasn't ready to 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 say that I can have it all because I did not believe that it was possible for me. I thought that I could never have it. So... Never is one of those words I had to really get out of my vocabulary. And I had to really start from the beginning with with saying, I believe I can have it all. So eliminate never. Just just choose today to be more more conscious about what you're saying and what you're speaking over your life and choose today to make a different decision. So let's let's talk about the sixth word that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful. And that word is won't. So won't implies unwillingness. Uh, won't is another, is another term that shuts the door before you even begin. It's one of those things that kind of just causes you to quit because if you believe that something won't happen, if you believe that it, that it, things won't change, you will not take any action in order to change them. You will not be open to new opportunities Um, that are around you that could completely change your life because it won't happen for you. So why, why would you do that? So recognize where you are saying won't in your life, where you are saying, um, that you won't do something because it, it implies an unwillingness to work and, If we can begin to shift won't, 
we can begin to recognize where we're saying that, where we're where we're lacking action, um, we can begin to really change things. So the last and final, final, final word that you have to eliminate from your vocabulary, and um, this is a big one for me. Uh, this is a one that I'm still working on, <laughs> y'all. Like I'm, I'm still working on this one, and I, I recognize immediately when I say it, and I try to correct it. But that, that word is try. And there's a saying, and I think it came from Star Wars. I want to say I think Yoda said it. That's Star Wars, right? Yes, I think Yoda said it in Star Wars. Um, and he says, do or do not. There is no try. Do or do not. There is no try. So basically try, try is a cop out. I mean, that's pretty much what he's saying there. Like you're either going to pick up the ball or you're not going to pick up the ball. There is no try. Because if you say, I tried to pick up the ball, the truth of the matter is you didn't pick up the ball. If you say, I tried to start a business, the truth of the matter is you didn't. You know, if you say, I tried to save, the truth of the matter is that you did not. So you either do or you do not. There is no try. And it's one of those words that we use, um, like it's just become like common language, like, oh yeah, I tried, to, I tried to wake up this morning and go to the gym, but I didn't, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it kind of softens the, the blow. It kind of makes it okay that you didn't accomplish the goal, but at the end of the day, the goal still didn't get accomplished. So you know, there's really no way to kind of sugarcoat that. Um, and when it comes to our goals, when it comes to success, try will not get you there. Try will not get you to where you're going. Try will not get you to financial freedom. Try will not get you to the life that you love. Try will definitely not get you to the marriage that you love because trying, <laughs> um, I've been married two years and I'm going to tell you like, trying you you don't get an A for effort you either do or you do not like th that's that's how I feel try will not get you there you are either working towards your goals actively you're either working on your relationship actively you're either starting your actively starting your business you're either going after these things or you're not there is no try Part of it is just not living in a fantasy world, you know, like just being real with ourselves, just just not lying to ourselves or not celebrating mediocrity, really. Just just being real and saying, like, I didn't go to the gym today. Not I tried to go to the gym today because that sounds much better. Oh, I tried to go to the gym. No, I did not go to the gym today. And recognizing that and facing that head on so that we can change it. 
so that we can make better decisions. So, so why didn't I accomplish this goal? Why didn't I go to the gym today? Oh, well, I didn't get up early. You know, I didn't go to sleep on time. You know, my alarm didn't go off. Okay, how can we correct this? How can we fix it so that next time it, there is no try? It's I did it. I went after it. I got it, you know? So try is the last word we have to get we have to get out of our vocabulary in order to be successful. And when I tell you guys that that is one thing that I am still working on because I found myself especially when it comes to um revamping my business and starting my business, I just I would always say <laughs> oh, I tried to send that email. I tried to reach out to that person. And the truth is I didn't. I didn't try hard enough. I didn't try hard enough to where I got it done. I didn't do what it takes to get it done. So it was like I was just really making excuses for myself just to make myself feel better. But my goals don't care about my feelings. I, you know, there, there are days when I, you know, you have to show yourself grace and you have to be loving on yourself and you have to, you know, listen to your body and do all those things. I'm a firm believer of self-care. I am not telling you to neglect your self-care. Please do not misinterpret that at all. All I'm saying is that sometimes you've got to get real with yourself and you've got to recognize when you are putting these words in your vocabulary only to make excuses for yourself, only to soften the blow that you know is already there, only so that you can block out the reality of what's taking place. So those are the words um, that you need to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to be successful Um, So just remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue and your words have power. So use them wisely. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Hi, thank you for listening to today's episode. I know that you know three to five people who could use this information. So please share this out with them. Um, please tag this on social media. If you want to post this, um, you can tag me on Instagram at my money mogul, um, on Twitter and Facebook and, uh, everything else. I'm at Jaleesa Ann. I'm, I will tag all of that in the show notes and be sure to check out the masterclass five secrets to creating wealth, five secrets to creating wealth. Um, You can access that masterclass at www.mymoneymogul.com slash five secrets. That link will also be available in the show notes. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening.